Welcome to the Mind Matter podcast, brought to you by myself, Little Coach Farah, and Sue Bird, our therapist. We bring you a brand new subject to do with the mind that has been ignored, it has been shoved under the carpet, or perhaps maybe you think it's a taboo. We will open up that subject and discuss it, bringing our own personal experiences to help you, to give you the courage to talk about what is stopping you living a fulfilled life. So if this is you, whoever you are, perhaps you are holding back because you don't know how to deal with life and you may not have the tools for certain things that have been affecting you, this podcast is for you. We'll see you every Sunday with a brand new subjects. In this episode, me and Sue dive deep into the world of postnatal depression, a story very close to my heart. After giving birth to my second son, something I suffered from, what I didn't realise that there was definitely some kind of depression in me before suffering from postnatal depression. So in this episode, we talk about, are oh, were we suffering from depression before hitting the postnatal? Postnatal depression. Mm. I was under impression, I was, because this is my own story, that yeah. it occurs after you've had a baby and that there's an imbalance in me of some kind from hormone imbalance. In my head, I was very, very clear about, like, really thought this was the case mm. until I spoke to you. And I think you mentioned something last week, or the week before, sorry, in the podcast, you said something about people suffering from postnatal depression may have depressive symptoms beforehand absolutely yes. but may not know about it and then that would be my case yes I, and I think uh, I, I went on a, a course uh, 18 months ago about postnatal depression and they were saying that actually a lot of yes it obviously it is to do with things like hormonal changes and things like that but also there there is if somebody has a propensity for being depressed beforehand then you know it wouldn't be surprising if they then suffered from postnatal depression after the, after giving birth as well. So, um, whereas something like psychosis might just you know come in because of of those changes and yeah. it's very in your face you know. Um, but when yeah. you say psychosis, will you explain to us what you mean. Um, so psychosis are very extreme. So the very extreme ones. There was recently a, a documentary on television about it. Um, Louis Theroux. Mm-hmm. Um, where actually mums have feelings of wanting to kill their babies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, it's yeah. very much not living in the present at all. You no. Know? Um, but that, as I say, that's a very extreme. Yeah. <clears throat> and But, yeah, so postnatal depression, there are... Yeah, it, it, it could be that it's there already and people may not notice it or mm-hmm. they may know they're depressed um, and then maybe giving birth will accentuate that. Um yeah, because I was thinking, why why would giving birth make that any? Mm. And you was you said something earlier before we started that because it's something new. Well, absolutely. You Possibly. Know, if, if you you know again, if you think if people why people some are depressed because depressed is not a disease. No. It's a symptom. symptom. So it's a symptom of something. Um, so if that symptom is self belief is I'm not good enough, then if you've now have a small child to take care of as well that's going to feed into that belief mm-hmm. you know I can't you know I, I can't even look after me I wonder how am I going to look after a mm. small baby as well um, and that's going on 
that may be explicitly what we, we that self-talk we give ourselves it may be an unconscious thing as well and, and generally you know with things like depression there are all these things playing underneath we don't want to go there mm-hmm. that's why the depression is, is generally there it's that I'll, I'll feel bad but I don't want to explore why I feel bad sometimes um, so yeah this is all playing out underneath and, and you can imagine when you've got a new baby you, you haven't got time mm. you know it's, you can't sit and reflect and go oh no gosh of course that's why you're going to, you know it's, it is something new mm-hmm. so of course you're going to be feeling like this and of course you're going to be doing that we don't no very few of us yeah. have that self-talk don't yeah. we about change and if, if we don't like change mm-hmm. um, then our old behavior is don't change but childbirth you you've got no chance you haven't got you've a choice got, you've got to change yeah. you haven't got a choice absolutely in every way yeah it really it literally opens you up doesn't it mm-hmm. it your mind your your body your physical ailment yeah. you changed so much yeah, and is it because it changes so much that if you are in that state beforehand you will suffer perhaps more i yeah i mean again it, it, everybody's journey different. is different everybody's mm. different um but I think, you know, as you say, if, if you've got that understanding that that might be what's happening, then yes, you know, it's that, yeah, well, I, if I don't like change, then no, I'm not going to enjoy mm. this change. No matter how much I want to love my baby, mm. um, it is a change of lifestyle. It, it may be it's because I've had to give up work um, or I'm stopping yeah. work. And know. something that I know. I know my work really well, so oh, yeah. I, I now have to give that up to now and do something else completely. This is a new project almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, sometimes, again, it, it's that if, if our work has been our safe place, because we, we have yeah. everything's ordered, you know, when we were talking about control mm. last last time yeah. know, with OCD. Um, right, so yes, this, everything is in place. Know, in place. So Know the routine, I know the schedule, I know the people. Yeah, so my anxiety is in a, at a manageable level. Mm. Okay, so that's fine. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm in a world I know nothing about. And a world where the images of motherhood is, oh, you know, everything's fine. And I'm, you know, these sort of yummy mummies and all you this. Actually, you know, I just thought of that. Why isn't there any photos of pe- women without makeup and not just had their hair done? Because all the pictures they've portrayed are women, perfect women, holding their small baby. Yeah. You don't look like that after having a baby. Well, not many. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So who do look like that? Yeah. Who, who does, does look, look like that? that? It's you know these people who are perpetuating the society that we all need to be stick thin. Mm. You know these model mums and everything. They've gone back into their shapes in like six weeks, and you're like, how? How did you do that? I can't yeah. even walk still. Yeah. I can't even get in my car yet. Mm. I don't know how to put the baby in the seat yet. I need to learn all of that. You know. Yeah. There is no again. There's I no reality there. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you don't have one night's sleep now, and I know about it for the week I suffer. You know, yeah. then I have days of days of no sleep. It was refreshing, actually. I can't remember what I was watching, but I was there was a program, and it was two presenters, and one was saying, "Oh, she um, she said, oh, I'm feeling quite tired today because my baby's is nine months old." Mm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, mine's seven months." She said, "Oh my goodness!" I, yeah. And they had this really sort of nice moment where it was like, "Oh yes," you know course we're tired but you know we've had to be up at four o'clock to present this program but oh my goodness you know yeah and it was so nice to have those moments the community of it really makes a difference doesn't it because yeah. you're not on your own but you do feel it you feel like you're the only mum who is going through this yeah and and so you know so when when we have postnatal groups is that the kind of thing somebody brings 
you know, if Is we're that, all striving. Do they have postnatal? Wow. Well, I, when I had a postnatal, it was only about four or five weeks. Yes. You know, when you have the way Leading towards it, yeah. yes, yeah. So, but would, would that be something you would bring to the group? I mean, you, how strong do you have to be to mm. go, oh my goodness, this is how I'm feeling like this? Um, but if we had pre-natal groups where we talked about it, so rather than just, you know, I suppose we do in that they talk about, you know, giving birth, how the birth's going to be. Mm-hmm. The, but maybe if we had a bit more mental health, I think we've mentioned before, mm. and thinking, gosh, you know, it, it is going to be mm. a massive change in the transition. So if you are feeling like this, Tell your GP, tell your midwife. Self care needs to kick in. Yeah. 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 What are the um, typical signs? Would you say, you know, in of postnatal depression? Well, as as with most depressions, I think it's that people going within themselves. Mm. You know, not not wanting to communicate with people outside. Um, you know, because you're wanting to get away from social contact that, that's a big one yeah isn't it like for, yeah. I remember when I was going through that I just didn't want anyone to knock on the door hmm. that kind of thing yeah. literally worried that they would need me or they want me for something and I'm not coming in front of you mm. and then I'm thinking why am I not coming in front of you is it because you're embarrassed the way you look is it is it is it because you're just what was was changed from being someone who was very confident running a big division with hundred women in there, all made up cosmetically, to then not even coming in front of one postman, or just stepping out of the house to go to the shop to buy nappies in this desperation and I have to go, but I don't want to, or rather someone else got it for me and avoid this situation. So yeah. social contact for me was a massive one. Yeah, a, a neighbour knocked on the door. <laughs> She had some sweets in her hand, um, and they they just moved next door. And when um, they're from India, so when you move house, you give something sweet to all your neighbours to oh, okay. to celebrate their move. Yeah. Um, and and I looked through the door, uh, the the peep through the keyhole, and I thought, no, I can't, I can't open the. This beautiful looking pretty girl smiling away mm. and she's got something in her hand I'm like what am I gonna do I don't know what to do I can't open it. I'm shaking I'm thinking what should I do and I, I'm thinking at least she doesn't know me so, mm. so I thought that's good that's good she doesn't know who I am so I'm just gonna open it so I opened the door very little and looked through hello like I'm like how can I help? She's like, oh, I'm your next door episode, Brian. Probably, I was like, oh my God, I can't handle this. <laughs> we still have this conversation. We laugh about yes, it now. As she's yeah, a yeah. friend of mine now. We actually did our running journey to, together. Um, and it was so hard. I remember that moment so clearly because I stood, I think I must have made, made, made a wet five, good five mm. minutes before I then, you know, accepted <laughs> that very quickly. And uh, she, she stood there. Yeah. <laughs> she was not going anywhere. <laughs> she was saying... Uh, there's a lovely lake opposite I've re- discovered. I'm like, yeah, I know, first in lake. She's like, how do you feel about going for a walk? Oh, my God. And I was like, not a chance, you know. Mm. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. She, and she said, oh, I, I can hear a baby. And I said, yeah, well, that's my baby. She goes, I have a little one too. And it was too much. I was like, I can't yeah. handle this. It's just too much. Yeah. Uh, and I tell, I've told her this since then. Mm. But in a way, it was a good thing because she broke through that, mm. what I was trying to hold back, because she was the one who then got me to walk out. And then I, we start running together without our kids in the evenings. Fantastic. And we ran our first 5K. Yeah. And that was, for me, that was my sort of a healing journey. Mm. Uh, but before that, you know, it was, it was uh, just brushing your teeth. I'm like, mm. why should I? In mm. fact, I can't remember I need to brush my teeth or... Some of it exhaustion yeah. from not sleeping. Mm. Breastfeeding, I found it really difficult as well. But I was one of those. I am going to do it. I don't care how bad I am, you know, how I'm feeling. I'm still going to keep going. 
until due to lack of nutrition there was no milk mm. and then things had to change as a result of that but in my head I was just like being very diff- very harsh on myself I'm not a good mum if I don't breastfeed I'm not a good mum if I don't do this so making it really really hard for myself rather because I guess I didn't know what was going through I didn't know what was going no, on absolutely. I just thought it's lack of sleep it's yeah. this it's this kept blaming everything mm. it's that opportunity to recognize what it is that you are suffering with until you then go to GP and then uh, then he's given me a label and only then I realize okay yeah. this is what it is mm. a- and then the whole uh, taboo about I don't want to take post- um, antidepressants because they'll be forever with me which wasn't the case I took money for a while and then tried to you know come out of those yeah as you say there's, there's just it's, it's just lack of knowledge, really, isn't mm. it? You know, it's never explained in exactly. antenatal classes. Exactly, you know, and so we, we have to put together what we can with the information we have at that moment mm. in time. Um, and if our body's saying, <clears throat> don't be with people because they're going to judge you, because you're not that image of that mother, you're mm. not, oh gosh, I'm tired, but hey, I'm still fine because I can still do this and I can do da 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 da. Um, it's, yeah, really hard, really hard hard times really very lonely very very yeah. difficult um so you judge yourself to have that neighbor she and that, also that, she, that to, yeah. to for her to i allowed her to come through rather than i could have just hid somewhere and she could have gone but i don't think she would have been given she did say to me if you didn't open this door this time i would have come back again yeah and i thought okay but quite persuasive so you couldn't get away but you we need to talk to people don't we you Absolutely. know this is what I, I wanted to do just someone to talk to mm. And then, in fact, when we talked, as we walked around the lake, she said, do you think you might be, what do you think is going on? You know, and that's how we, maybe you should go to the doctors and, you know, these things come out of because you're talking to other people yeah. rather than worrying about they're going to judge you. Exactly. My initial thing was she's, her, she's got, look look at her, she looks perfect. She's got the same age child as me, mm-hmm. baby as me. But she looks fine and she's, so how can I ever compete with this? And that was, it took me further down and thought, oh my God, you know, she's going to look like that she's going to walk faster everything mm-hmm. every minor detail was examined by me under micro I know to myself I gave myself mm-hmm. such a hard time but that shows up in other things yeah I wouldn't yes so that's just me it's like what was happening with the rest of my family it was showing up in everything it was showing up in things being delayed late not present just ticking the box mm. or th- uh, survival techniques only yeah. rather than thriving People were like, what's wrong with you? You know, you've got two lovely boys and you should be happy. This is family saying, you know, Um, because I won't go in front of other people. And um, I couldn't explain that if you could see inside my heart, it's dark, Mm. it's dark, dark shadows. Mm. I I guess this is how I experience postnatal. You know, I I have spoken to a couple of other people and it's the different ways, the different, different ways they experience it. Yeah. But it's... um, how do you, so you can't recognise it yourself, but you would know. The w- reason I recognise it myself is because I, I wasn't that person mm. before giving birth. So what happened to me after giving birth? And why did it gradually happen as well? It wasn't like I woke up one morning and there I was. It was like slowly, slowly I kept feeling, this is not getting better. Mm. What is this? You know, recognising in that way. But then taking an action after that. With, as you say, with somebody sort of saying to you, would you know, do you think this is what it might be? Because like, I think the thing is we can, um, as, as with all depressions, you know, it starts. Mm. And then um, if, we're, if, if the self-talk we're giving ourselves is that we're not good enough, 
and oh my goodness, I've just done that. So that means that's amplifying. That's just confirming that I'm not good yeah. enough because, you know, I should have gone down to get some nappies, but I, I, I couldn't do that. Oh my goodness, that means I really am a bad mum. You know, so can you mm. see little by little we're adding on to that, yeah. that burden onto ourselves, you know, adding into feeding into those beliefs that we're not good enough. So little by little, it, it just gets to a point where it's like, oh, I can't do this. You know, I'm, I, I just, it just is impossible for me to change because it feels like I, it's a to, to change. I have to do all sorts of things. I have to change so many things in my life. You know, so that transition is just way, way, way too big to do. So I'm just mm. not going to do any of it. Um, yeah, but you, you know, it's looking at how how we do do change. Mm. You know, um, so it might be that that's if we were to look back, that would be our pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, when when change comes, we're very scared of it. And don't embrace it. And again, we, we if we're getting messages like you should be happy. Mm. You've got children. Why? Sh- what, what's what's wrong with you? You should be happy. And that used to throw me. It's like, you're right. Actually, it should be. So what it is, should be? I'm thinking it should. It should come naturally. Should it's not? <laughs> so what does that feed into? Our, our good old classic friend. Um, shame. Shame. Oh, oh gosh, it goes back to that, doesn't it? Really. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. That's exactly how. You I, should uh, be happy. You've got children. Oh, but I'm not. Oh my goodness, that does mean I'm a really bad mother because I don't. Yeah, I don't and with them. another one I got was you should be thankful. Thankful that you've got to you this 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 behaviour that you are showing is um one of very um somebody who's not thankful for what what they have not showing gratitude. And then I thought it's not that's not me. I'm trying. I'm th- this is all internal battle mm. with myself mm. because I can't. I am not able to explain it in that way. I can now. I'm confident to talk about it, but then I couldn't. Yeah. I actually used to listen and say, oh, you're, you're right. I'm, no, I am really thankful. No, I need to switch out of this. I need to snap out, snap out of it. Yeah. Have you heard that before? Yes. I used to get that daily. Snap out of this. Mm. You need to snap out like this, using yeah. the fingers as well. That didn't work. It snap made it, made it worse. Your socks out. Get yourself. You've got children to look after now. That's Sort yourself it. out. Yeah. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Difficult cause, to cause hear. Because obviously you, wouldn't, you, you would do that, wouldn't you? That's what I want to do, but what I'm quite struggling to Absolutely. get out of there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so thinking about so what's that about? So when you have people going, well, come on, just put yourself together, sort yourself out. What what do you feel might be happening there? I probably feel that I'm for myself, for them. They don't know how to deal with. They don't know how to deal with it, but they don't can't see me like that. Yeah, yeah. It's fear. They're worried. Yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. Gosh, you must. No, come on, come on. You, you get yeah. you get yourself sorted, because you're not the person we thought you were. You know, the, the other but is very capable. She she does this. She does this. She does that. But this isn't. Oh God, yeah. In the comparison to no. the other people. So so. Oh my goodness. Oh, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how to work with her. Um, um, oh, well, I'll just tell her to just snap out of it and become the person you were that I know you were. I need you back in your box, please. Get back in your box. Because I can't cope with you out of your box. Rather than your neighbour who came round and as you refreshed. Said, refreshed. She didn't know you. my background, yeah. She didn't know your background. She hadn't put you in a box. And I, from hearing what you're saying, I don't know that she'd have put you in a box anyway. No, no, she's okay. very refreshing. She, she's looking at who is standing in front of her, somebody who's hurting 
and somebody who needs help. Yep. She yeah. held my hand, basically. Yeah. And said, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You're going to come through this. You'll be fine. Let's do this. How about you do that? Distraction, distracting me, talking to me about physical activity. That was That's going to release some serotonin, mm-hmm. which is natural. Um, and how would you feel afterwards? And you still, we should discuss that. I feel good, actually. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you know, buddy. Yeah. 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 So if, if any of the listeners are, you know, if you are going through this, um, even for normal, even postnatal or depression, either one, is the symptoms are same, aren't they? Yeah, and again, it is recognised, and but as we've always said, keep saying it is not a disease. Yes. Okay, it is dis-ease. Dis-ease. If you look at diseases, if you separate them out, it's dis-ease. Okay, so there's something happening that's making you feel uneasy, um, and which is making you anxiety. Hmm. Completely normal reactions to your body. So what we need to do is look at why we're feeling disease. What what's making us feel uncomfortable, and why why are we feeling anxious? Because if we can look at that kindly and with compassion, then the 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 depression, the anxiety has done its job. It's mm. brought attention to what's not happening for us that we need at that moment in time. What's the, what's the difference between anxiety and depression? Is it a stages? Um, it's like stress, anxiety and then depression eventually, that kind of thing? Like if you have chronic stress? You can, because you can be anxious without having the depression. Okay. Okay, so anxiety is um, that, in its very basic form, is I'm feeling that under threat. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm I'm feeling under threat. What do I need to do about mm-hmm. it? That's that's anxiety, um, and depression is that feeling I can't do anything about it. Right. Okay. Okay. Or seems anxiety seems physical a little bit, like you your heartbeat will may race and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose yes, because depression depression is maybe the felt part. I see. Of the anxiety. You know that um, I can't do this. I'm stuck here. I'm feeling helpless. Mm. So that's maybe the emotional aspects. If mm. you if we want to sort of break it down that way, but um, yes, like you're saying, it's a symptom. It's not. It's, it's not a label. It's not a disease. We, if we've got depression, doesn't mean we have. That's it. We're never going to get out of depression. Um, it's just telling us something's going on. And, and is it generally as a result of some? kind of something's happened in your life or would you say that can also happen to people that nothing's happened in their life yeah absolutely you, you know it, life has things that throws us curveballs doesn't mm. it you know um a sudden loss of a loved one mm. you know um redundancy things that it just completely come out of the blue we don't know what's happening and that can make us feel really sad and, and so our mood is depressed Rest. Mm, that depressed, pressed. pressed down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The problem comes is when we do the next bit, which is suppress. Mm-hmm. If we suppress them, mm-hmm. where are they going to go? Because they do need. Mm-hmm. They need to come out at some point. You, you know, it's like there's that sort of squishing a spring. At yeah. some point, it has to release itself. So if you keep suppressing, the things that are happening in your life, not dealt with or not released, it, they then become. The, your constant state of depression is that you could yeah because if you're not releasing it um, because the way we release generally we release these emotions is by talking mm-hmm. being with people well, it doesn't necessarily have to be talking but just being with people sometimes um, so 
But if our anxiety is saying, no, you're under too much threat, mm. it, it pulls us away from being with people. So it pulls us away from our solution to the problem. Oh, so it keeps you in that state keeps for you longer. In that state. But anxiety should really mm. only be quite short-lived. Mm. Okay, it should be, am I under threat? Yes, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do that. Nowadays, anxiety is longer. Okay. Okay, and stays with us for longer because that's fed by other things like shame and guilt and self-beliefs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so rather than it being a, a, a quick release, and a little bit like, you know, maybe depression, mm-hmm. that sort of sadness, oh, yeah, I'm feeling really down about that. What do I do? Oh, I go and I talk to somebody and they give me a big hug. Okay, that's all right, that's sorted. But if there's nobody to give that big hug to, the, you know, the way our society is, oh, I can't talk about sadness, I could only talk about how to be happy. Mm. It's, again, it stifles those natural mm. processes to the point where they are with us longer. That makes sense. Actually, what, and what about people that are constantly in state of stress? Could that lead to a depression? Yes, because again, if you're in constant anxiety, your body's saying don't be with people. Mm. Pull away from people because people are that source of that anxiety. Um, so yeah, but some people are born anxious, literally born anxious. Yeah. Okay, you can, you if your mother is anxious about something, um, obviously traumatic anxious, not just sort of... Yeah. Um, then you will have those hormones released and those will pass through the placenta um, and so you will be born anxious. So sometimes people just go, I've always been anxious and I don't know. Mm. It was a surprise to me when my therapist told me I suffered from anxiety. Wow. Oh, I remember me. you saying that. You're like, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm still like, uh-huh. and Well, it was like, that's really curious. Why do you say that? But because my norm... Is that? Is, is anxiety. Mm. So for you don't know any different, do you? I don't know any different. So, and so when people are like that, so when you have suffered from anxiety for a long time, the transition to happiness can be scary. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you have been happy in that state, haven't you? Well, I, I, it's a known. I wouldn't say happy. Known. Okay. Uh, conditioned. It's yeah. conditioned. It's a yeah. known. It's a known behaviour. I know how to cope with life yeah. at this level. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand happiness. But I know it should be there. Because ah. <laughs> okay. other people are other there. Other people, people are there. And so they, and gosh, to be happy, it means that, you know, and again, mm. it's those, all those images we're given as to what happy mm-hmm. is. Whereas happy could just be being able to sit in a room with someone. Yeah. You know, and, and just feel, ah, that calmness. Mm. Like I don't even have to, I don't have to put on a mask. Yeah. I don't have to do this. Um, but yeah, so to, well, should be happy. Well, what does happy look like? Oh, I don't know. Oh gosh, that must mean I. Um, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Back down there again. So then, if you if people are then in state of anxiety, would that mean that if they're stressed, they're also coping at that level because they only understand that? Or so, like happiness, they need to learn how to be. Mm. It, on the other side, if they then go through something that's traumatic in their life, would they? tend to suffer more with their stress more on them how would they cope they with might that? they might find it because if you think about there's a it being a threshold a yeah window, a window there's a window of tolerance mm. um shorter than isn't it yeah yeah yes yeah. so totally tol- understand yeah it's very yeah. clear in my head yeah mm. so something you have you know if you're if you're feeling yeah. as you say very anxious and then something more that it be 
so rather than being a fight flight you you go straight to freeze yeah and that would be and if you can't if you don't know how to get out of freeze then yeah that's the the, the clinically the real the big depression yeah because it's like i have no idea that helplessness hopelessness i'm staying in there i'm staying yeah. in there i don't know how to get out i don't oh. want to get out i see that was really quite clear, actually. So if you, so say if you get really quick, upset quickly and angry quickly, is that because you win? You know, people say you got short fuse. It's a similar kind of thing they're talking about because maybe you are more anxious. Uh, a person is more anxious than the yeah. other person because yeah. I, I get there. Mm. I, I so if if we were to compare me and Afro, and same issue happened, my reactions are quite quick, to fiery anger, quick, quick, quick. His are very calm, and it'll take. He might get, may get annoyed about the thing, but the reaction will be very different to mine. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And I, 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 yeah. I, I see it like that actually. Yeah. Yes, your, your experience, your mm. life experience has been actually. I need to react now. Yeah. I've got to be quick. You know. Why is this happening to me? Why is and, this happening? And, I need to react. To, and like, I yeah. know what the solution is. Like I can, I can come out of anything. I can come out of this as well. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but he's just literally listening to what's actually happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm really far ahead. Like, well, you've, you've, you've come out fighting. Yeah. Okay, so yes, you've come out in anxiety, whereas he's maybe come out in social engagement. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, so what is happening yeah, here? Yeah, curious. I'm curious, yes. What's absolutely. happening? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let me let me see what's happening before I decide. He's not. Yeah, there's he's no, no not, anger. There's nothing. It's, yeah, it's not very not, calm state. Not overwhelmed. Yeah, not overwhelmed. Not, not frozen state, no. but that sort of. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll see ya. Wow. Mm. That's yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if if we understand that's how yeah. we are, we can work on it. We can work on it. We can be gentle with ourselves, and we can go right. So, how do I help reduce? Yeah. so that I can be more like that calm person yeah well maybe understand that when whatever it was that made me go Rah! I touched a button yeah what button oh, okay and then I'll look at that button and go mm-hmm. yeah, does it does it go into a belief that I'm not good enough or something like that and also looking at maybe change some of the environment as well you know when I uh, I'm re- talking to my son I've had to change a few things to bring the whole this shouty thing down because it's having a negative impact mm-hmm. on him so it's, it's about what's happening what role modelling as a parent anyway mm-hmm. and then I've changed some of the thing the timing and talk to the school we're going to be late because he needs this time he need, just so I can so that's how I recognised it mm-hmm. and then that's how I've implemented it Absolutely. taken action um, but you can see that other these things can show up in other in other places where you may be quite calm or uh, you may be quite um, relaxed to actually have that behaviour with that other person. Mm-hmm. So like with Afro, I may be able to like quick snap shout, but then I think it's not fair on him. Why am I doing that? But I feel comfortable, so I've done it. But I recognised it as well. And so what? So what's the alternative to not snapping at him? Um, alternative to not snapping is snapping. <laughs> so. Okay, so what, what, what's, what's the fear about changing to not snapping? And I, again, I don't have to answer, but, mm. it, but it maybe th- if we think about, right, if we go, oh yes, but that's okay, because I always snap, and it's just, that's just the way I am. That's who I am, that's yeah. That's who I am, yes. And that's how I justify it, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Like it, you know, so like it or, or, yeah, or leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you, perfect. <laughs> right, so that's your fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, c- I can manage without you, yeah. it's fine. I've lived on my own all my life. I, I could bring out all kinds of drama. I'm, I'm right in the drama triangle then, literally am. But, so, you know, and mm. that's maybe, again, this is what sort of 
exploring therapy is so what's the fear yeah you know why is that fear there what happened and then if we can go right okay so that's that's that very young part that was abandoned a long long time ago so if we try and bring her forwards into the here and now and show her that it's not going to happen then you know Ephraim turns around and says that's not happening I'm not leaving yeah and I said I don't care if you want to (laughs) Here, look at me. I can live by myself. I don't need you, 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 or you. I don't need a man. I'll, I'll, I'll make a big, big, like, like sit there. Like, and I look at myself afterwards. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Why have you taken it to the extreme? Okay. And it was such a, something so small. Yeah, so um, how would you do that? That's my, uh, my defence. Defence? Justification. Justification. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. I don't do that often now, actually. I'm very much in control and yeah. I listen. But I was like that. So I, when you said those things, I'm recognising straight away. Mm. Yeah, but again, and it, but it's that... But you are laughing about it, as mm. it but not a sort of a defensive laugh. It's mm. that, oh, that's, I understand. That's, that's me. That, that, I've, I've gone back into that place where I needed to be... I, I I could only rely on me for yeah. what was happening. Yeah, happiness. Yeah. Literally happiness, I could only rely on for me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my safety, to be alive, that was the only thing I could rely on, was me. Yes, sir. So don't, you know, so something's made me feel that again, so that's where I've ended up. And that's how I used to feel very lonely, because I think it's only me. Mm. People are going to make contact, but they won't be around. So you need to be very secure just by yourself. Mm. But I feel now I'm part of something for the very first time in my life so if you don't mind if we, yeah, if we then it. link your thinking about depression mm. okay goes so far back do, doesn't yeah, it absolutely. yeah what you've just spoken about I can't be with people yeah and that manifests itself in the, in the postnatal I, I definitely and you're absolutely right and when you said that those words have been in my mind that's why I wanted to bring this topic up and and understand more about what was actually happening and I can see why it was happening as well yeah yeah definitely so yeah, it's be kind to ourselves, and if we you are feeling these symptoms, um, go and talk to your midwife, talk to your GP mm-hmm. about them, because there's so much more information out there nowadays yeah. than maybe when we were having our children. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And it's looking after you, because as we've always said before, if you look after you, you're in a much better place to look other after other people. Put your own oxygen mask first before you. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Thank you. And we will catch you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Next week. (laughs) Thank you. Take care. Bye. If you'd like to get to know more about myself, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook under the name of Little Coach Farah. And you can find Sue, our therapist, on www.com counselingforchanges.co.uk If you enjoyed today's show then please share this episode with a friend who may be perhaps going through the similar kind of things that we've talked about and please also ask them to subscribe subscribe to this podcast that would be great and don't forget if you've got a chance if you've got a minute to please write a five star review for our, our, our episode and um, onto our podcast which we really really appreciate it gives us the opportunity to kind of get more excited and bring more episodes to you guys thank you so much and we'll catch you in the next episode